1: F the cops. F the cops. If I say what this 32-year-old woman, Jessica Bouvet, said, it would totally get beeped out. Now, in our country, we have the right to free speech. You can say F the cops all you want to till you're blue in the face. But when you run down a motorman out working a homicide scene at 2 a.m. in the morning, sever his leg, his leg goes flying into the air, leaving a widow and two little children behind. Suddenly, your podcast rants of F the Police take on a whole new meaning. We want justice. Will we get it? First of all, take a listen to this.
2: In a podcast posted on Facebook Monday night, 32-year-old Jessica Bovee of Hempstead directed expletives at police officers and sipped drinks. While she
3: was demonizing these police officers, she decided to make other bad choices and spend the evening drinking. And she admitted that she smoked
2: marijuana as well. Just hours after the podcast, as alleged in a 13-count criminal complaint, Beauvais hit NYPD officer Anastasios Sakos as he directed traffic away from an earlier crash on the LIE ramp to the Clearview Expressway. Sakos, a husband and father of two, was thrown into the air and landed in a nearby patch of grass.
1: The scene that Sakos was working ended up being a vehicular homicide scene. Somebody died in that scene. And while he is out... On the highway, the LIE, the Long Island Expressway, people fly like bats out of hell on the LIE. He's trying to protect that scene and ends up dead. His wife and children at home probably asleep, waiting for him to show up for breakfast. You know, sometimes in this line of business, you just run out of words. Let's see if I can go to my panel, an all-star panel, to make sense of what is happening. First of all, Dr. Sherry Schwartz, forensic psychologist specializing in capital mitigation at panthermitigation.com. Dr. Kendall Crowns, deputy chief medical examiner, Travis County, Texas, that's Austin. And you know how many medical examiners ever become a deputy chief? Less than 8%. Cheryl McCollum forensic expert and director of the Cold Case Research Institute. You can find her at coldcasecrimes.org. Serena Fazan, four-time Emmy Award-winning investigative reporter at serenafazan.media, also runs a podcast, On the Record with Serena Fazan. Also with me, special guest today, Timothy McEwen, former motorman, APD, now a lawyer at timmckewinginc.com. You can also find him at lawyers4cops.com. Another interesting thing about him, not only was he an APD and motorman out there working the streets without the benefit of being inside a police cruiser, he also was run down in the line of duty. I mean, really? Tim McEwen, when will it end?
4: Well, thank you, Nancy, for having me. Um, back in 1992, I was um, working a car fire um, call on the downtown connector in Atlanta, and I was actually hit by a City of Atlanta fire truck that forced me into the street. And um, as you know personally, Nancy, you were there at the hospital with me um, and Renee Rockwell, where they it shattered my left hand. Um, you know, the, the being a motorman does not, you know, afford the c- accommodate level of safety as you have in a patrol car. So, you know, I was lucky to, that they even saved my hand, Dr. Keating. And <clears throat> where does it end? Um it, well, I guess it doesn't end, see, in the in the in the times now. With, you know what? Um,
1: when you say that, Tim McEwen, you're right. It doesn't end. Because as long as someone is willing to Go out there and put their life on the line, whether it is on the street or in court, and try to do the right thing. As long as there are the bad guys out there, it will never end. Straight That's out to true. Serena Faison, a four-time Emmy Award-winning anchor and investigative reporter. I am sick, sick, sick about this. Have you seen his oh, wife, Nancy. Irene? He's got oh, a three-year-old son, a six-year-old daughter. They're just
5: at home in bed when all of this happened. What happened that night? Oh, my gosh, Nancy. I, I mean, it's beyond, beyond awful. Here he is, a 14-year veteran on the force, working, doing his job, Trying to protect people on this other traffic scene. And then you have this woman loaded. with no regards to life. Clearly. Loaded. Oh,
1: loaded. I mean, I to, to the, the gills. And here's the other oh. thing, Serena Fazan. Let me go to Cheryl McCollum, uh, director of Cold Case Research Institute and FYI, former director of Mothers Against Drunk Driving, Georgia. Cheryl McCollum. I don't really need her B.A. breath alcohol, blood alcohol. I don't need it because I've got her on a podcast ranting and carrying on about F the cops, uh, how much they're not wanted, how much she doesn't want them in her neighborhood, how much they deserve what they get. And the whole time she's throwing back liquor. I don't need Absolutely. that. I can see it on her <laughs> podcast. Cheryl, take a listen to our friends again at Fox 5. This is Robert Moses. Listen.
2: According to the Queens District Attorney Beauvais kept driving before exiting onto the Horace Harding Expressway. Officers caught up to her and surrounded her car, which she threw in reverse, ramming the police vehicle behind her twice before stopping and getting arrested. Police say her blood alcohol content was .15, nearly twice the legal limit. And that magnifies this tragedy. Such a considerate man fell victim to utter callousness. Now his widow, Irene, and their six-year-old daughter and three-year-old son must carry on.
4: They will never see their father again because somebody did the wrong thing.
1: Okay, to Cheryl McCollum, 0.15, isn't the legal limit 0.08 in that jurisdiction? 0.08, Nancy, it's almost
6: twice. But here's the thing. The last thing on that tape you just played, she says, I'm sorry. Was she sorry when she stopped by her house and grabbed that bottle of wine
1: and the no. bottle of tequila and the vodka and the weed? Okay, wait, wait, Was wait, wait wait, 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 wait. I'm drinking out of the fire hydrant again. Too much, too fast. What did you just say? Oh, Yeah. She had wine, tequila, vodka,
6: and weed. So not only is she doing shots on that podcast. Wine, tequila,
1: vodka, and weed. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's admitted to
6: all of that. So again, was she sorry then at 6.37 p.m.? And what was she doing after the two-hour podcast? (sighs) Nancy, she goes from 8.30 p.m. to 2
1: a.m., she wouldn't, what sorry. is she doing out at 2 a.m.? Just curious, not judging. What is she doing out at 2 a.m.? Do we have any idea? Anybody on the panel? What, going to the liquor store? I don't know. What? What is she doing at 2 a.m.? Besides driving drunk? Well, and, and another thing, speaking of driving drunk, you're the former president, mad Georgia, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. So she gets off her podcast where she just tears the police apart cursing them out, drinking the whole way through. Something had to keep her blood alcohol up to .15 until 2 o'clock in the morning, Cheryl McCollum. How much do you think she threw back? Oh, honey, she was steady
6: having at it. There's no question about it because for that six and a half hours, she was not sobering up. No way. She's driving around, I'm sure, listening
5: to music, having a great old time. And
1: where is her 13-year-old? And where is her 13-year-old child? You know what I mean? I mean, well, she's also Let's talk about mother. that. Is that let's Serena that. Jumping in? Is that you, Serena? Uh, yes, yeah. Yes, Guys, we'll, we'll get to that. Where is her 13-year-old child during all of this?
7: Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. From serum sets to the always sold out Retinol Alternative TBT Cream, you'll find your perfect skincare match. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally five stars. Love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com for 20% off with code GET DIME. That's DimeBeautyCO.com, code GET DIME for 20% off.
1: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. We are talking about an officer, um, good as gold, Officer Anastasios Tisakos, New York PD, just 42 years old, father of two, husband, now dead. He was one of the many, many officers across this country. They're called traffic cops or motormen. He's out. He's out in the elements. He's working a crime scene where there was another vehicular homicide. 2 a.m. when his life explodes because he literally collides with a 32-year-old woman, drunk cop hater, Jessica Bouveau. Listen to this. Tequila,
3: wine, vodka, marijuana. That's what police say the defendant was drinking and smoking in the hours before she got into her Volkswagen and killed a beloved highway patrolman. But now she says she's sorry. What are
8: you sorry for? I'm sorry for <laughs>
3: That's what she told reporters in handcuffs, but earlier in the day, moments after getting arrested, an eyewitness says 32-year-old Jessica Bouvet had a different attitude. And the
2: last thing I heard was, all right, get the F out of my way or stay the F over there, I don't care.
3: Now she's facing 13 criminal charges after running down veteran NYPD Highway Patrolman Anastasio Sacos early Tuesday morning on the LIE. He was directing traffic after a previous fatal crash. A 26-year-old man died when the driver of an Infiniti slammed into a pole. Then Officer Sacos himself would die at the hands of a woman who admittedly hated the cops, posting this long rant on her Facebook page hours before the crash.
8: We're not scared of the police. We want you to know we don't give
1: a about you, your mama, your children, your wife. Isn't it true, Tim McEwen, former motorman who was dragged along the highway working a scene, now lawyer, isn't it true that the judge will instruct the jury in this case? That one may immediately regret the deed. Immediately regret the deed. But that does not negate the intent at the time of the incident. Isn't that true?
4: Very true, Anessi.
1: All this crying and snotting and blubbering. How much do you think that has to do straight to you, Dr. Sherry Schwartz, forensic psychologist? What does that have to do with those handcuffs and the fact that she got caught? I mean, my thought is, listening to her podcast, which I have done over and over and over, she's not sorry she did it. She's sorry she got caught.
9: You make an excellent point, Nancy. It's going to be really, really hard for a mitigation expert or a defense attorney to argue with all of this video, audio evidence. But just hours before, she's ranting at the police, if you're going to kill me, at least I get to take someone with me. If I got to go, someone's coming. I mean, this is really not at all helpful. She's slinging back the shots is what it looked like to me. And then when the police are doing the perp walk with her and she's in handcuffs, she's (laughs) sobbing. So it's hours later, maybe she's sobered up a little, and the reality of what she's facing has hit her. So even if she is truly has some level of sorrow for the fact that she killed someone, there's it's going to be really hard to separate how much of that sorrow is poor me, poor me.
1: You know, Jessica Bivo, save the snot and the tears and the blubbering and the wiggledy chin. Save it because this is what I heard you say. Let's take a listen to uh, cut three.
8: Make them uncomfortable the next time you see an officer pulling somebody over or being an otherwise, a-hole, as nosy as you a- is, as nosy as you a- is in people's business on who's wearing what, who we look proper, who lashes is on fleek or not. Put your a- camera out. Stop just recording shit, like fighting in the streets and put it on Instagram. I'm just saying pull this out. Like, Let's start recording these people and start seeing what the fuck they really do. And then start sending footage in. Don't just record for the recording it. Just make them uncomfortable. Y'all don't belong in the hood. The hood don't call the police. And the people in the hood that do don't belong in the hood. Take that to Garden City West Hempstead, Man, f- Hatton, Staten Island, wherever the fuck it is y'all keep all these people who are scared of anything. Take that shit f- out there keep your police out there. And while y'all in our neighborhoods, make them f- uncomfortable because we're not scared of y'all for real. That's the problem. I think they're scared of them for real. Y'all get killed for sneakers and drug transactions. You can't be scared of the police. I'm just saying,
1: make them understand that. Back to special guest Tim McHugh and joining us, and then following up with Cheryl McCollum. The three of us have worked every single part of Atlanta from the rich people in North Fulton down to South Atlanta, and there is no place that does not need police. As you recall, Tim McEwen, then APD motorman, now lawyer at lawyersforcops.com. The vast majority of victims I represented and victims you took care of were women, children, minorities that nobody seemingly would stand up for. And now Ready this you, woman is saying, "Get the hay out of our neighborhood." Huh,
4: that's that's not the consensus. Trust me, she's uh, she's alone.
1: And when I think about this feel. officer, Anastasios Tsakos, Cheryl McCollum, we were talking about the point one five blood alcohol. How many drinks do you think she had? She probably had about twelve. But listen, huh. Nancy, she hit that man
6: at such a high rate of speed. That she cracked his grill, dented his hood, Mm. shattered his windshield, and then his head dented her roof. His entire body smashed that car to pieces. She catapulted him 100 feet. So if I were a prosecutor, the very last thing I'd play for that jury is her saying, I don't give an F about you, your wife, or your kids, because she sure as hell didn't.
1: I'm uh, Emmy Award-winning anchor and investigative reporter. I've seen a lot of vehicular homicide scenes, and at the first time I saw it, I said, why are there shoes here? No, actually, it's the second time, because the first time, mm-hmm. I noticed it. The second time, Mm -hmm. I thought that's just too much of coincidence. Two vehicular homicide scenes, two sets of shoes. This officer was hit so hard, he was knocked out of his knee-high motorman boots.
5: It's It's so disturbing, and it's such a picture that journalists do see that are on the scene. I can paint the picture of what I can imagine is happening in the newsroom. In the newsroom, you're listening to the scanners. The scanners are going off. They're hearing about a police officer. So of course you have immediately the newsroom, you know, calling in extra crews because something is very, very wrong. Anytime anybody is hit, it's horrible. But in a case like this, where you have a a woman, um, you know, driving so drunk and plowing down a police officer who's already on a scene, once you arrive at that scene, you know, Typically everything, of course, is always all roped off, but reporters, journalists, have a little bit of a closer access. It's also the relationship that you make with police officers in the police department. Right. But I I honestly, as a journalist, that is your job, but the public should never ever see anything so horrific.
7: Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. Plus, what if your products had thousands of five-star reviews? Were natural and affordable? Well, say hello to Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Not sure where to start? I highly recommend the WORK system. It's everything you need in one powerful package. Take out the guesswork with a proven routine that includes a gentle yet effective cleanser, a super skin toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. See what everyone is raving about. From serum sets to the always sold out retinol alternative TBT cream, you'll find your perfect skincare match. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their product reviews are literally five stars. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com for 20% off with code GET DIME. That's Dime Beauty
0: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
1: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. For those of you just joining us, Officer Anastasios Tisakos, New York PD... Was killed on the Long Island Expressway by a drunk driver who had just finished her podcast ranting about her hatred for the police. As a matter of fact, take a listen to our cut for this is more of her comparing police officers officers to roaches in an infestation.
8: We're not scared of a police. Think I'm lying? Ask my son. I go into precincts and feel just as stupid as I do on the streets. It's not a a, 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 a one-sided thing. Like, what happened? You could too. I'm from New York for real. You don't reserve. I don't know why they came a thing. We want you to know we don't give a f- about you, your mama, your children, your wife? You're nothing. You're nothing to us. Blood spray, roaches, infestation.
1: You know, um, Dr. Kendall Crowns, it's very difficult for me to separate what I'm hearing her say from what she did by her own admission to this officer, this father, this husband. And my job uh, doesn't require that I separate it. Because in my mind, that shows intent and pure malignant heart, the abandoned and malignant heart required to show murder one. Not necessarily intent to kill, but acting with a malignant heart, such as driving through a street fair at 90 MPH. That's an abandoned and malignant heart with a disregard for human life. You have to look strictly at the forensics. And can you tell me, Dr. Kendall Crowns, how his leg would have been severed, fly through the air and land, and the other officers go try to hide his leg from news cameras and uh, rubberneckers and bystanders. So his children won't see that. On the knees, their father's leg, somewhere else because of this woman. How would your whole
10: leg get severed? So when you're dealing with high rates of speed with vehicles, if she's going ninety miles per hour, when how can you be leg- so
1: calm? Just curious. <laughs> how you got a cop that just gets his leg severed? It flies hundred feet in the air. His he's knocked out of his boots. Then when you see a body like this, that doesn't make you mad.
10: Unfortunately, Nancy, every case I do, I consider tragic. Everybody dies. And many people die in very tragic means. I can't get wrapped up in the emotion of it because it will obscure my ability to do my job and correctly get the cause and manner of death. So I understand people along the lines. So I separate it. But yeah, sometimes it gets emotional. This is unfortunately an unpleasant case. But Just going through the facts of it, she's going at high rate of speed, highway speed over highway speed, 90 miles per hour. When she strikes his leg, you know, your joint spaces aren't designed to take that much force. So what happens is if it isn't just the bone itself fracturing and severing, it rips out of the joint spaces and then comes free. So if you get a fracture or it pulls along the joint spaces, it rips free. And because of the high rate of speed, it it will fly through the air after the collision. So we see this quite often in pedestrians that are struck on the highways. Uh, Often both their legs will be severed or uh, even they'll be cut in half.
1: Guys, we were talking about the death of Officer Anastasios Tisakos. Back to you, uh, Tim McEwen, former motorman, now attorney, When you are a highway patrol, when you are a motorman, when you are a traffic cop, you face an entirely different risk set than normal cops face. Explain.
4: Well, Nancy, you know, first of all, being a, well, with the Atlanta Police Department, being an APD motorman is an honor. Um, The few get picked. And, you know, you ride, a lot of times you ride alone and you know you experience a lot of you know unsecured issues you know you don't know who you're stopping but you know you're on the highway and you're you know the traffic's out there people uh, don't see you a lot of times and um it's a it's it's very risk it's a risky job um just like the accident i had i mean i was lucky to survive lucky to have the medical support i had put me back together um it's it's a it's a it's an honor to be a men man it really is
5: nancy i have Joanne. on here could i could i bring up something that i you know that we haven't even really discussed but something that i've been thinking about a lot this woman of course had her podcast right you and i as you and i both know being in television you of course on a much larger scale than myself know that years ago you had to tune into a station to watch the 6 p.m. news. You had to tune into the station to watch 5 p.m. or go to some of these channels. Now we have everybody, so many people, able to do podcasts or able to go um, online and express their opinions. So, and that empowers them, right? That emboldens them. So you have this woman who is ranting and raving about police officers, the very men and women who who risk their lives every single day to protect us, saying horrible and awful things. I feel that when you have that much power or you feel that you have that much power, it empowers you. She felt empowered. Maybe that fuels her to drink more. I don't know. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist, but I could just, but I could just see that. I could just see her sitting at her computer, um, getting fueled by her own inappropriate words and her probably elevating herself to that star status. Does that make sense, Nancy? I know you can explain it much better than I'm explaining it.
1: Let's go to forensic psychologist, Dr. Sherry Schwartz. Wait, in, yeah, doctor.
9: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Th- this is exactly what she did. And as she was drinking and drugging, she was getting herself really worked up to a boiling point. And th- here's the dangerous thing that really strikes me. She created a stereotype of, in her mind, an outgroup member. Right. Police. The police are all bad. They're all this. In some ways, I think she pretty explicitly stated that she believes that they should all die. And who cares? Usually what happens in those cases, though, is when you get these individuals to take a pause and say, "Okay, but he has a wife who's a mom just like your mom. What about his children? What about he's a human being, you know, and you can humanize the person to them and make them more similar and say, look, they might have a job that you disagree with, or you don't like the way some police have done the job. But look, we're not all that different. We're all still people. Um, But she takes it that disturbing step further and says, Who cares about his wife? So that's particularly troubling thinking. And I can't, even as a forensic psychologist, I'm struggling a little bit to
1: understand that level of hatred and anger. Guys, I want you to take a listen to our Cut 11, Derek Waller, ABC7.
3: By all accounts, Officer Zakos was a hero with a wife and two young children they'll never see again. His partner yelled out, and other police officers were able to get out of the way, but that didn't stop this defendant who ran. Loved ones speaking out, including his brother, who spoke to eyewitness news by phone.
1: He didn't show this. He
3: just bought a house. He was starting his life. Everything was doing good. Everything was cut short. That's it.
8: I can't believe it. It's shocking. I've been crying ever since I heard. family man, friendly
3: as could be, and the most hardworking person you'd ever want to meet. Police also say that Bouvet blew a .15 on the breathalyzer two hours after her arrest. Her driving record so bad, her license had been suspended. The mother of a 13-year-old boy now faces up to 15 years in prison.
1: 15 years? What? What, what,
5: what's the charge? What, what is the charge, it Serena? Be, it should be more. I mean, she's facing 13 counts,
1: right? Uh, what 13, is the lead charge, counts, is my question. Is it vehicular homicide? Manslaughter. I'm no. Vehicular manslaughter no. No. in DWI. No.
5: no, no, no.
7: Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. Plus, what if your products had thousands of five star reviews? Were natural and affordable? Well, say hello to Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high end skincare that is affordable and it really works. Not sure where to start? I highly recommend the Work System. It's everything you need in one powerful package. Take out the guesswork with a proven routine that includes a gentle yet effective cleanser, a super skin toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. See what everyone is raving about. From serum sets to the always sold out Retinol Alternative TBT Cream, you'll find your perfect skincare match. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally five stars. Love your Skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com for 20% off with code GET DIME. That's dimebeautyco.com, code GET DIME for 20% off.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA.
1: He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed.
0: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
1: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Timothy McEwen, a former motorman, now lawyer, in light of her podcast, why is this just a vehicular homicide? Why just 15 years? Her podcast shows intent against police.
4: Totally agree, Nancy. It should, be, um, it should be, well, I don't know what New York's, what their crime level is, manslaughter, murder, you know, I don't know. But it should be a lot more elevated than that.
1: I mean, Cheryl McCollum, on 15 years, she'll be out in five. That's the deal. And we all know it. These children have a life sentence without their father. And she's going to be walking around, ranting against police police officers in just five years, and we got to listen to it? I mean, Cheryl, .15, that's two hours after the crash which means the blood alcohol had dissipated in her system, which means she would have blown even higher two hours before. Explain that. But here's the
6: great news, Nancy. The prosecutors can always add charges or upgrade when more evidence comes into play. But what happens is the alcohol gets straight into your bloodstream. So as time goes on, it dissipates. As you urinate or sweat or throw up or whatnot, it will go away. So the fact that she was that high after that many hours means that she was probably more likely, you know, a 0.18 or a 0.20. You just don't know. But I I want to piggyback on something y'all were talking about, about the way she's acting. I spent eight years at the Fulton County Jail, and I can tell you a lot of these OGs and gangsters, once they're in that jail cell, they start to cry. And what she did, She was big and bad behind that microphone, but what happened once those handcuffs are on? Oh, she's sorry now she's crying. She ain't big and bad. They're weak. They're punks. And that's the reason they act like they do. They're, they're bulletproof until all of a sudden the real police are responding to a real situation and they like the name of her podcast. Has to face the reality. Mm, so
1: good. Take a listen to our cut eleven a. This is Jessica Bouvet's police statement.
10: Jessica, can you tell us what happened? Jessica, happened. Jessica, what
9: happened? Where are you coming from? You from family. Family. I'm sorry. What are you sorry for? <laughs> I'm sorry that he's dead. What do you want to say to the officer's family? <laughs> <laughs> Where are
8: you coming from?
1: I was coming from The reality is, is that she hit a vehicle, reversed, going about 90 mph, reversed, and then took down the officer. And I would argue, Cheryl McCollum, that this is no... Accident. This is no crash, because it is a very intentional decision to drink vodka, to do shots, to drink wine, to smoke pot, to then go get your car keys, to then go to your car, crank Absolutely. up your car, put it in reverse, put it in drive, Pre- get out on the highway hmm? at 2 a.m. in the morning. All of those are intentional acts. And it is only when we treat these cases as murder, a felony murder, a
5: DUI felony death. Will this ever stop? I wonder how That's her what family it, is feeling right now, you know? I mean, she's also a mother of a of a child, too. So many, I, I, that child now. I, and believe me, I'm not a, at all, as you know, I'm on this poor, poor officer side and his family. But now take a look at her 13-year-old uh, son. Well, also let's go back destroyed. to that. She
6: got in trouble starting in 2015 for not paying the DMV. They suspended her Mm. license only after years of her not paying. She hasn't cared. She put that child in a car knowing she had a suspended license. She's probably driven drunk with that
1: child on multiple occasions. I mean, what are the stats, Cheryl McComb? It's not just you spouting it out. Statistics show that for every time a DUI is stopped, how many times have they driven drunk? At least 50, Nancy. 50, 50, 50.
6: A day. Uh, 29 people a day die because of impaired driving. That's 10,000 people a year. And we don't think that's an
1: epidemic. How many officers dead will it take before cases like this are treated as murder? What about a Virginia police officer dragged along on a traffic stop? Take a listen to Cut
5: 12. This is Chelsea
1: Donovan, WTKR News 3.
5: January 23rd, 2020. End of watch for Officer Katie Thine.
4: As we go forward, the days will be challenging.
5: Fighting back tears, a raw, unfiltered Chief Steve Drew remembers a 24-year-old full of life and spirit.
4: And if you ever met her, If you ever saw her, all she did was smile. You'd almost start to laugh at her because she was always smiling.
5: A bright shining light who was sworn in just last June. Catherine Thine. She proudly wore her badge until Thursday night when she was killed in the line of duty while making a traffic stop.
4: She wanted to be in law enforcement and she wanted to do it in this city.
5: Reports of drugs near Monitor Merrimack Overlook Park prompted two officers to respond, Thine being one. The officers approached the driver within a split-second tragedy as the driver hit the gas.
4: She was drug outside the vehicle uh, for about a block. The vehicle came to rest as it smashed into a tree.
1: Another motor cop dragged along. Officers that are not in their car, they're not sitting behind a desk, they're not inside of a structure, they are out in the elements doing their job and they die. When you hear this woman, Jessica Bouveau's podcast, ranting about how much she hates the cops, how much she wants them dead, comparing them to roaches infesting her neighborhood, then goes right out and runs one down, and then blubbers and cries about it for the TV cameras. I'm not buying that. You just heard about yet another cop dragged at the scene. Well, That was in Florida, take a
4: listen to this. We're getting our first look tonight at body camera footage of a New York police lieutenant being dragged during a traffic stop in Brooklyn. The cop talking to a driver just before four this morning in the Brownsville section. Suddenly the car takes off in reverse. The cop with injuries to his arms and his legs. Police later arrested 32 year old Takim Newsom on Long Island.
1: That's Bill Ritter, ABC 7. Oh, yeah, and by the way, he was recently arrested in North Carolina and extradited back for a prior shooting and was released on bail. Nancy,
10: can I interject something? Please
1: do. Is that Dr. Kendall Crowns? I was just about to ask you about her body weight and being .15. She looks very slight. But go ahead with your thought, please. Well,
10: it's just... So, listening to the video and her rant about the law enforcement, and then you know, very shortly thereafter, she ends up killing an officer. the the thing, the problem I have is, is if you take the car out of the equation and turn it into a gun, and she goes and shoots an officer, you would call it homicide. I still feel like a car is a weapon, and you can use it to kill people. So, to me, listening to her video and her vile and uh, hatred that she's spewing about law enforcement and then an officer ends up dead shortly thereafter. Yes, I understand she's intoxicated, but often, you know, alcohol gives you liquid courage. So you end up doing something dumb or something you, you wouldn't have done otherwise. So to me, it's, it's difficult to separate that case and just say, Oh, well, it's an accident. It's almost to me, it sounds like a homicide. Um, of course, I don't know how the medical examiner in New York signed it out, but, It's very questionable if you could rule that an accident because it's very disturbing timeline. And again, I say if you remove the car, put in a gun, people would call it a homicide all day long. But uh, because it's a car, it gets kind of in some people feel, oh, well, you know, her intention probably wasn't to kill him. You got to wonder with all that she's saying on that video if her intention was not to hit an officer, because obviously they were out there. Obviously there was lights and the people moving around. And yes, I understand she's heavily intoxicated, but uh, still you got to wonder if she didn't intentionally hit him.
1: Nancy, can I please hold on just one moment? Dr. Kendall crowns chief medical examiner, Austin, you're preaching to the choir. And I must
4: say, I have to say this, Nancy, that is something I never thought of, but that really Wow. He's right, Tim
1: McEwen. He's absolutely right. We've heard of death by Mercedes, where the dentist's wife rode over the dentist and then backed up over him and killed him. We've heard of it so many times. And we also know, legally reasoning, that Mm -hmm. voluntary use of drugs or alcohol is not a defense. So why is it that a vehicular homicide DUI is treated So much, almost like an involuntary manslaughter. If drinking and dope is not a defense under the law, then why is this treated differently when your weapon is a car and not a gun? What were you saying, Cheryl McCollum? I was saying he's
6: absolutely right, Nancy, because if you said we have a rape, he can't say, hey, I was drunk. Or if you have any mm-hmm. other situation where somebody is killed and drive by shooting. Hey, we were just smoking weed. We didn't mean to kill anybody. Doesn't matter. It's murder. Right? Does not so here, matter. It's this right. twisted bastardizing of what should be moral and right and legal.
1: The fact that you're drunk now almost is not an excuse of the murder. Well, as one family prepares for a funeral for a husband, a father. This woman is preparing her defense, and you better bet your bottom dollar that podcast will be coming into evidence. And do not plead this out cheap. As a matter of fact, I call for an enhancement of the charges. We are watching. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye.
0: From BBC Radio 4,
1: For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com.
5: Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being Our partner.